You're listening to the Book More Clients Photography Podcast. This podcast was created for the photographer looking to build a five or six figure photography business that allows them to live a well-balanced life. This podcast will provide you with marketing strategies, inspiring stories and interviews, and tips and tricks to scale your business. Hi, I'm Brooke Jefferson. I'm a family photographer, business coach, wife, and mama from Oklahoma. After riding the struggle bus while scaling my photography business for four years and also working a full-time job, I finally uncovered the strategies to reach massive profitability and success while living a life I'm absolutely obsessed with. Now I teach photographers how to do the very same thing in a fraction of the time it took me. I'm going to transform your photography business so that you can scale and create a consistent client base automate your systems and transition into becoming a full-time photographer who makes five figures and beyond. I want to help you navigate this overwhelming space so that you know what to charge, how to streamline your business, and how to market your business effectively. It's time to scale and create your most profitable, exciting, and fulfilling photography business of your dreams. Let's dive into today's show. Today's episode is inspired by a conversation that I just had with one of my Voxer coaching clients. So in case you're like, what are you talking about? Voxer is this really cool app on your phone. It's kind of like a walkie talkie thing where you can record your voice back and forth. It's kind of like Marco Polo without the video. And it's a great way to do coaching, especially if you run a busy life, you work full time, but you want to ask questions throughout the cracks of your day. You guys can actually do Voxer coaching. I do it weekly. So you would get access to me and we would work on your business for a week at a time. And then you can just buy as many weeks as you need or as you want. You can definitely do it as many times as you want as well. But it's really good for accountability, back and forth advice and coaching. And honestly, we get so much done in a week that I promise you, I am definitely undercharging for this. But if you're interested in doing the Voxer coaching, that's V-O-X-E-R, you can email us at brookjefferson.com and my assistant Morgan will send you guys all of the information over for that. So if you're interested, definitely hit us up. I really enjoy the one-on-one coaching aspect and it's really fun. And the cool thing is this particular student is actually in the Blueprint program. And I was just so inspired by our conversation that I felt like this was a really good topic. And I see this question asked a lot. So today we are diving into the topic of why styling your clients is important and how to do it at any level of your business, whether you are brand new with $0 to your name, or you are more established and you're ready to go all out with the styling and the wardrobe. So I have got all the answers for you today. So let's jump in. All right. So the first thing I want to tackle is why styling your clients is so important, like why their wardrobe matters. So I see this question all the time, like over social media, in the Facebook groups, on Instagram, everywhere. And it's how do I get consistent styling? Like how how can I actually 
have my work to where it looks like it is consistent editing. And I want you to know that you do not get consistent editing from one preset alone. It does not happen. It doesn't matter if you find someone that you want to edit like, and then you buy their presets that you're magically going to have that. It doesn't happen. I have wasted so much money buying presets by doing all of these things to learn how to edit. And I went in it not having all of the information. And so I want you to have all of the information. I do think that editing is a huge portion of you being able to increase your prices and you being chosen in your area and you being able to stand out as an artist and as a business owner. And honestly, editing is a huge part of what we do. You are a photographer. You are creating visual products, visual images. And so, of course, consistent editing is so very important. And many times, this is what I see photographers struggle with in the very beginning is getting their images to be that high quality, to have consistency among them, all of those things. And I also want you to know that you're never going to have 100% consistency all of the time. You can't control the weather. You can't control what everybody shows up wearing, but you need to be comfortable in taking that creative control and at least trying, okay? Here are all the ingredients that result in consistent editing, okay? It's the time of day that you are actually photographing the session, Your camera settings matter so, so much. You should be trying to control 90% of what is happening before you ever plug the little SD card in your computer. You should be in control of 90% of what's happening in your camera. And then post-processing should be 10%. Okay. So again, you've got your time of the shoot, the location where your locations matter so much to the overall vibe, style, color, editing, all those things. The wardrobe that your people are actually wearing absolutely does matter. Again, camera settings and then post-processing. So all of these things together, okay, is what is going to help you with that consistent editing. Now, obviously, I can't cover all of those things in one podcast episode, but I just want you guys to have the full picture, okay? One preset, one pack of presets is not going to do, it's not going to change the game for you if you're not also taking creative control and choosing the time of the day that you're shooting, the locations, the wardrobe, and getting your camera settings right, okay? Okay. All that matters before you ever get to the actual editing. So today, though, we're specifically going to be talking about the styling and wardrobe piece of this equation. All right. So I want to show you how you can take control of this at any level of your business. Okay. so we're going to kick this off if You are a beginner with zero dollars to spend on a client closet or any kind of software. So you're like, Brooke, I am just like trying my best to get this figured out. I don't have money to just throw at all of these things. I just need you to tell me like, what are some free 
or low cost ways, which all of these are free. So you don't have to worry about low cost. Okay. What are the free ways I can implement in my business to actually help my clients with their wardrobe? Okay. So here's where we're going to start. The very first thing that I want you to have is a style guide. This is for really any and all photographers. When you have a style guide, this is going to give all of your clients a a free resource to flip through, but B, you get to personalize this to fit your business. You don't want to just purchase a style guide and just throw things together that look good or use someone else's style guide as your own. That's really not going to help you in any kind of way. So by using a styling guide, you are able to easily and visually communicate ways that your clients can show up dressed in the color palettes that fit your locations best. This is going to help them visually see the way that they get inspired, right? It's going to teach them why it's important. And then also it is going to allow them to have some clickable links inside of the style guide. If you want to point them in the direction of where they can purchase their own wardrobe, if you're not going to do it for them. Okay. So again, this is the only like low cost way, if you will, but you can make your own style guide in the free Canva app. So if you are like, I absolutely like, I don't even have 25, 35, $40 spend on one. That's okay. You can make your own in Canva and you can absolutely do that for free. If you're like, Hey, uh, that sounds overwhelming. I would rather throw the 20, 30, 40 bucks at one, then go to shopbrookjefferson.com look at the different styles that I have, snag one for yourself, and then use that, okay? So you're gonna put your own images, your own color palettes, your own locations, all of those things, okay? So that's what you're gonna put in your style guide. Then what I want you to do to get a little more personalization into your business, this is where you're really taking that control. Just handing your clients a style guide doesn't always guarantee that they're going to look at it follow it and show up wearing those things. So the style guide's helpful. It's meant to be a starting point. And if you'll bring it up in conversation when you're planning someone's session, they will probably follow it, but you have to remind them that they have it in the first place. Okay. Then the next thing is I want you to start creating a Pinterest board for each client slash session. Okay. So if you're a family photographer, then you're going to create a Pinterest board and you're going to name it like the Johnson family. All right. It's as simple as that. Then what goes inside of their Pinterest board is first, I want you to look up color palettes. So it's literally this simple Pinterest.com and start typing in the little search bar, blue and pink color palettes or spring color palettes, fall color palettes. And you keep looking until you find a color palette that you're like, yes, this is going to absolutely be so beautiful in that location. If it's next to the beach, then you're going to know like what colors go best. If you're trying to style a fall session, then you're going to know like you want maybe more colorful, bolder colors. If you're more of a light, bright and airy photographer, you're going to want more neutrals, more pastels, things like that. Okay. So it's that simple, but 
Each Pinterest board needs a color palette for them to follow. Okay. So about four to five colors in it. Sometimes there's going to be way more than that. It's up to you what you want to give them. Then the next one is you are going to go on to Amazon or a local boutique's website or whatever boutique website you want to go to. And you're going to almost every website has this ability. And if you don't have it, there is an extension that you can download. All of this is Googleable. I don't think that's a word, but I literally Google everything I don't know how to do. And so you can Google the Pinterest extension and add it to whatever, like I'm using Chrome. So I would get the Chrome extension. And then when I go to a website, if I put my mouse on top of the pictures, it'll have the little Pinterest icon and I can click that and I can go pin it directly to that client's Pinterest board. Why does this matter? Well, we're making it easy for them to be able to say, oh, hey, I really love that dress that you picked out for me. And it's going to go straight to where you found that so that they can check it out super easily, right? They'll click, they'll add it to cart, get their size, get their color, and then they'll be able to order it immediately. If you can get the whole family's wardrobe off of like Target or Amazon or whatever you want to use, I would absolutely recommend doing that so that all that mom has to do is go in there, click it, get all the sizes that they need, the colors and add to cart and she's ready to go. And then everything's going to be shipped to her and then they can try it on. And if they need to make any last minute changes, you guys can discuss that. You don't need any money to style your clients. You just need to have the discipline to be able to sit down and do this for all of your clients. And if you will, it will pay off. People will listen to you. I'm interrupting the show for just a quick minute. Building a profitable photography business takes hard work, but it doesn't have to feel overwhelming or impossible. If you're tired of feeling like a hot mess express, I've got just the solution for you. Introducing the From Broke to Booked Blueprint program. This is my signature course that teaches you how to build a profitable and purposeful photography business so you can avoid wasting your time and money trying to do it alone, which means you get to live a fuller life and have a photography business you're proud of. The Blueprint includes a self-paced course with over 30 video lessons, a private student community, and lifetime access. I put my seven plus years of experience building my own photography business and helping over 150 photographers build theirs into this program so that you can do the same. For more information on this incredible program and community, head to brookjefferson.com slash blueprint program. Now back to the show. Another thing that I like to tell people is when I send them or when I used to do this, I don't do this for every single session anymore, but I did do this a lot for many, many years. 
But when I would send them their Pinterest board, I would send it via email. I would also send it via text. That's up to you. If you guys don't communicate to your clients via text, then you can stick to email. But I would always send the Pinterest board. That way they could browse through the app on their phone and just go ahead and get an idea. And I would also tell them, if you already have something similar to this, or you've already got colors in your closet that match the color palette, then go ahead and lay them out, send me pictures, and I will give you my honest opinion on what I think would work, maybe what we need to go ahead and purchase, those kinds of things, okay? So that is how you can do this. Again, you want to make this process as easy and as simple for that client of yours so that they don't have to feel overwhelmed or stressed, like you're already taking some of the work away from them. And so the Pinterest board partnered with the style guide is literally the best way to go. Okay. Now, one more piece of advice I want to give you is I kind of talked about this inside of the style guide. One of the things that I I want to give you a golden tip here for the locations that you're using There is not a one size fits all. I cannot give you guys some formula to where I can tell you to all go find like a field, a mountain location and a lakeside location like that doesn't even make sense because some of you enjoy shooting like in the city or downtown or with buildings or on rooftops. Right. And some of us are like, I would never photograph in those areas. So there's not a one size fit formula that I can give you all. But what I can say is especially in the beginning, or if you feel like you have had no consistency in your editing and your locations or anything like that, I want you to narrow down your locations that you do shoot at to three to five, okay? To three to five locations, that's it. And I want you to use them over and over again, at least for a solid year. And then you can go location scouting again and you can swap out two or three of those for new ones if you have it. Some of us don't have that luxury. I don't, I don't get that luxury. I have to use the same like four or five over and over and over again just because of where I live. And I don't want you to think that limits you. I have not had an issue with it ever. And I'm thankful that some of my clients want to use their personal property and that it's beautiful and it kind of gets me out of the routine of using the same locations. But this truly will help you master your consistency. Okay. So three to five locations, and then you want to create color palettes that go with those. Not every location needs to have its own color palette. Can you come up with three color palettes that are good options for your clients that go with all five of your locations? That's again, simple, easy to follow. This does not need to be complicated. That is where I would start. If you are a beginner photographer, or if you're like, wow, I never thought about that. I'm going to steal this, this tactic, steal it. It's yours for the taking. Okay. All right. Then once you start getting some consistency, you've got those consistent bookings, or you're at least booking more people are following your advice. You've got some extra money to spend. Then we're going to move into the next phase, which we're going to get a little more advanced now and how we style our clients. Okay. So if you're a photographer and you are ready to start a client closet, here are some tips for you. The first one is that you need to build your client closet slow and steady. You do not need to go get yourself in debt 
or go spend hundreds of dollars on getting client closet items. You do not have to do that. I know how intimidating that is to get on social media and to see people talk about how they have a $500 dress headed their way or how they have literally a room full of client closet items. Okay. That is amazing if that is the case, but that is not for everybody. Okay. So please don't get overwhelmed and think, why should I even do that? When I like, there's no way I can afford that. Okay. Slow and steady is how I started mine. And it's how I want you to start yours. The best advice I can give you is to purchase items as you use them for sessions. So here's the deal. Let's say that you've got four sessions on your books. You're like, I am totally using all of Brooke's advice from this episode to help my clients that I have next month. Amazing. Okay. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to put together a Pinterest board, just like we already talked about. You're going to send it to your client and you're also going to let them know, Hey, I am in the process of building a client closet. So what I would love to do is if you love any of these items that I have picked on your Pinterest board, just let me know. And I will actually go ahead and purchase those for you, or we can split it 50-50. It's really whatever you want to do. Typically for me, I offer just to pay for mom's dress if she likes one of those options, then I'll order it for her and then I'll keep it in the client closet for future use. Okay. So if you can do that, then you know that you're not just buying a whole bunch of stuff and crossing your fingers, hoping it gets used, but you're actually buying pieces that you know you're going to photograph that somebody else can see down the road and say, oh my gosh, I love that. I want to wear that too. Okay. Slow and steady. You do not have to decide that you're going to build a client closet and have it decked out tomorrow. Don't do that. It's not worth it. Okay. Another thing that I did when I first started my client closet and something you might want to consider is utilizing weekends where you know there's going to be major sales. I'm going to give you a couple right now. Labor Day, Black Friday, Mother's Day. Those are the three off the top of my head that I know anything that has to do with wardrobe it is typically going to have a major sale. I started building my client closet I believe Black Friday of 2019. And I purposely waited to do that. And guys, I got like 10 or 11 dresses for half price. And that's how I was able to afford that. I saved up. I knew that was coming and it worked out great. Okay. So utilize sales to stock up. Also ask clients, if your clients actually show up Right now, like before you have a chance to get all this started, you can ask them, oh my gosh, I love your dress. Where did you get it? And then ask her, if you decide that you're never going to wear that again, this works really well for maternity clients. (laughs) You can ask them to donate it to your client closet and then just give them like a $10 credit or a $20 credit for their next session with you. It's a great way to build that client closet but also give your clients a reason and an incentive to do so. My last tip for building a client closet is do not be afraid to use places like Amazon, thrift stores, Target, Walmart, places like that. You do not have to use the best of the best that every other photographer is using. I'm not saying not to. I'm just saying like 
you don't have to have your expectations set so high and spend so much money on one client closet item when there are so many good options everywhere, right? (laughs) Everywhere in places that for some odd reason, just don't get the best reputation. I don't know, but I'm giving you permission right now. Like you do not have to use all of the name brand or personalized, customized boutiques and designers. You don't have to. You can get really good dresses from some of the most unlikely places if you'll be willing to kind of put down your pride and ego and just go look and see what they have. So yeah. Okay. So those are my tips for why styling your clients are so important and how to do it at any level of your business. Now, this is not an exhaustive list. Yes, there are softwares out there that you can use. At this time, I'm not currently using any of those softwares. I found that they really didn't help me and I liked being in complete control. So pretty much how I style my clients today is for the ones that do need the Pinterest board. I do that for, I would say probably like 70% of my clients. Some of my clients are just so stylish. They don't need any extra help, but right now that's mainly what I do. 70% create a Pinterest board for, and then I do have a client closet. So I'm always trying to encourage my clients to check out my client closet. My style guide really does a, an amazing job of kind of showing you all the options. So if you get my style guide template or you own it already, it gives you a very good idea of how I style my clients anyway, because of how it was designed. And I also have a full lesson. So if you loved this, I have in it like a full one hour lesson where I visually show you how to do all of these things how I style my clients, how to nicely (laughs) encourage clients. If they pick something that you don't like, I teach you how to respond in a way where nobody gets feelings hurt or anything like that. And they actually end up changing it to something that will work. I teach you all of that. There's a whole lesson inside of the From Broke to Booked Blueprint program. So that's just one of the many amazing lessons that we have in there. So if you've still been sitting on the fence, I really want to invite you to join us in there. There is a plethora of information and strategies for you. And then you get my personalized coaching inside of that student community as well. So come join us in the Blueprint. We would love to have you brookjefferson.com slash blueprint program. And until the next episode, I'll catch you later. Thanks for tuning into another episode of the book more clients photography podcast. If you're loving the content, can you take just two minutes and do me the biggest favor? Share your love for the show by leaving a rating and review on Apple podcasts, or take a screenshot and share the show to your social media. I'm on a mission to transform our photography industry, and the best way to reach others is to share the show. I'll catch you on the next episode.